Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Our Last Leg. This is episode three. As you see, I'm alone tonight. Unfortunately, our boy Nikki G is out for the day. Uh, he did catch a bug at work or wherever he went, but um, he's just not feeling it. And I told him, hey, bro, it's all right. I'm going to try my best to keep it real and uh, just give you guys my best bets. And uh, I asked him if he could send me some, but he's just really feeling under the weather. So I don't think he's going to be able to send me any. But I do have some stuff I, I uh, did like, so hopefully you guys might like the same. Um, I want to go ahead and just kind of start it off with the bad beats. Um, to be honest with you guys, the Vikings really, really fucked me. I don't know if you guys uh, put any money on them. I did a lot, and I really loved that plus five and a half line at the time uh, last week. And as you guys saw, they got absolutely murdered. Um, I like that line so much. I made three or four different parlays with that in, and I got fucked. And one bad thing, not only I got, I lost a lot of money. One thing that you guys really need to consider, and me uh, as well, I'm one to talk. And that is, don't chase. Don't ever chase your losses. Um, the line moved at 18 and a half by halftime. So I felt like, huh, okay, no way Kirk Cousins would allow our fucking team, or sorry, the Vikings, my team's the Pats, uh, the Vikings to be getting that fucked at halftime. And you would think by halftime, uh, the, the momentum, the momentum would change and it really didn't. Matter of fact, it went completely, completely the opposite way. I took it at 18 and a half and I put a whole extra unit just to recoup some of my losses and not even another three minutes. They scored another touchdown followed by another touchdown followed by another one. And it got so bad that CBS was like, you know what? We seen fucking enough. We're just going to put the Bengals game. That one wasn't any much better because I already felt like the Bengals were going to win. And so they did. Of my boy Joe Shiesty, but that was literally the first time I have ever seen an NFL game get pushed aside and another TV or televised program put a different game. So I was so confused because I was thinking I was watching on YouTube TV at the time, and it said I was watching the Minnesota Vikings versus um, the fucking uh, uh, Cowboys. Sorry, and it changed, so I was so confused. But they did the right thing. Um, you know, the Vikings that we come to see and are used to seeing just what didn't show, they didn't show up and it really fucked me. And I'm sure it, uh, it, they fucked a lot of you guys too. And I'm sorry about that, but it is what it is. Um, I will say that my boy Nick was right about the bills and the Browns. So I'll give him props to that. Um, the Browns definitely didn't play as well as I hoped they would. They did do fairly well the first half, if I recall. Uh, the Bills just, you know, they're the Bills. Josh Allen showed up. Everyone on that whole team showed up. But they just got the best of the Browns, and um, it is what it is. I enjoyed that game far, far more than I did the Vikings and the Cowboys. I think any game literally was way better than that game. Um, the other, uh, other hit that I really enjoyed watching uh, was the Titans at plus three. They won. They took over. Um, I forgot who the hell they even played, um, but I liked it. And as far as that goes, I don't really have a specific bad beat to show you guys on the screen, uh, minus all of them, but I lost a lot. 
So I'm sorry about that. But that's it. That That's all the bad news aside. Uh, literally, that was a lot for the first couple of minutes of this. But I want to go ahead and just kind of get a little recap of what happened overall for week 11. Now, the Colts tried their best to hold off the Eagles. If you guys didn't watch that, the Eagles were down almost the entire game, all four quarters, which is unheard of coming from the Colts. But something weird that I've been really noticing, and I told my boy Nick, these underdog teams this year, completely different. Completely. And you don't even know when it's going to happen. And it's always happening to the teams we truly believe they're going to get slaughtered by. Like the Vikings. Now, granted, they just lost last week before. So maybe they are starting to adjust and realize, all right, we're not the best team out there. Now, the Colts, they're obviously trying to figure themselves out. They got Jeff Saturday stepping in. At the way they performed against the Eagles, I know my boy Nick said that he can't see there, see Jeff Saturday becoming a head coach anytime soon. To be quite frank, I agree with him. I don't, but the way he's playing, he and he it, sorry, the way he's coaching the team, it may even influence uh, the Colts to consider him a head coach. I'm not saying he will be. But considerations and ideas, it's definitely there. He's definitely showing how much potential the Colts truly fucking have. Like Nick had said, one of the most expensive offensive lines in the NFL. And the way they were performing, they were doing really well, truly. Matt Ryan himself, too. Um, he could have done a lot better, honestly. But he was able to do just enough to kind of keep the score by a one-point game. Um, at the end of that game, if you guys didn't watch that at all, there was a moment. I believe it was the third or fourth down for the Colts, and there was a face mask. I won't even come contemplate or think about that was or wasn't a face mask. That was absolutely one. I'm not a Colts fan. I'm a Pats fan. But rules are rules. That was absolutely a face mask. If they did call that, the Colts probably would have won that game. I don't even think there was enough time for the Eagles to keep the ball if they were to just keep kneeling it. They would have ran out of timeouts, and I don't even think they would have had a time to possess the ball. But it is what it is. Um, they, they really did put up a good fight. I truly applaud the Colts for keeping it that close. And if you took the spread, you would have absolutely cashed. The other game that I really enjoyed were my boys, the Patriots. It was a pretty, pretty boring game. Um, I did find some articles, and I felt that though, as though, excuse me, that it was going to be an under game, a very low scoring game. And those articles were absolutely right. So the honest, honestly, that entire game wasn't the best, but the absolute highlight of that entire game was the way the Pats won. If you guys didn't watch it, I'll see if I can find a clip and probably put it here or here, whatever. But I think his name was Marcus Jones. He caught a punt return with, I think, 30 to 20 seconds left into the game, ran it all the way back, and they only left five seconds left on the clock, and they won the game. So I'm happy about that. Um, and the next game that I want to kind of talk about was the Lions. They really, man, not even just that game. They've been putting an entertaining season. They've been popping off a lot. I think they were number one scoring team in the league at one point. Even though Saquon Barkley from the Giants didn't pop up as much as I really thought he was going to. Um, it ended up being at 31 to 18. And our boy Daniel Jones, he almost had 350 yards. Though he threw two interceptions, 350 yards is a lot. 
He still couldn't get it done, unfortunately. But each year, I feel as though the Lions have something to prove. And I feel like we're going to continue to see that. Eventually, maybe you make the playoffs. I don't know. Don't hold me against it, but I could see it. Jamal Williams, uh, he was dogging it. He was dogging that line. He was just absolutely stomping on him. He only got 64 yards. That's a lot. It's not excessively a lot compared to what we've been seeing against, with uh, Derrick Henry, uh, you know, Joe Mixon, etc. But overall, he did great. He had three touchdowns with that many yards. Um, he ran a lot. 17 attempts, that's a lot. So pretty damn good. And the last take for the only game um, that us, I did see for Week 11 were the Chicago Bears. Man, I don't have much to say for any of these games, really. But Justin Fields, this dude gives it his absolute all every single game. How is it that a dude this talented just doesn't, doesn't have the right teammates or team around that can help him get it across the fucking line and win. That's all the dude wants to do. I mean, granted, every, every team wants to win. But this dude is busting his ass every game. This dude's throwing almost 200 plus yards. He's running almost 100 yards. They, like, I don't know what more he can truly do. And I'm sure he's probably thought that the same. He just wants to win. He's tired of it being close. I'm almost tired of seeing them get that close, but they don't win. Again, I'm not a Chicago's Bears fan. I have several friends who are. But Justin Fields, if, if I can see him asking for a trade, if the Bears just don't change it up, but they just can never execute. It was a sad loss, 24 to 27, really close. It is what it is. Uh, hopefully, they can just win their next one. That's all I got as far as the recap, so we can get this out of the way. There are a lot of games happening for week 12. And just before I actually kick into the Sunday games, I want to touch on the ones that are happening this Thursday for Thanksgiving. Starting with my favorite one. Patriots versus the Vikings. My boy Lorenzo, if you're watching this, love you, homie. But I really think that the Patriots are going to win. I'm not going to say it's going to be a blowout just like they had against the Cowboys. But I think they will still win uh, as far as the Patriots. I can see them winning by three. Uh, I think that's what the line actually sits at, minus three. Um, but I'm going to take a money line. Uh, I think it sat at like 120, 150 or so. I'd, I'd like that. Mac Jones, I don't know what this dude's really, what he's going to really do for us this game. Uh, hopefully he can prove me wrong. To be honest with you, I almost want Bailey Zeppi to come out and play it. Uh, I'm more of a fan of him. I feel like he's got more potential than Mac Jones. Maybe he's going to prove me wrong in the next couple of seasons. You know, he's a rookie and all. Um, but that's my take. That's my take, to be honest. Uh, the next one is the Bills and the Lions. The Bills. There's really not much we can really say about that game. But I do think it's going to be an over game. Um, I still think the Bills are going to win too. But I think there's going to be a good amount of field goals and touchdowns. So a lot of points being scored all over the board. And the last one are the Giants and the Cowboys. Same goes for the Cowboys. They had an amazing night yesterday. Um, they beat the Vikings, slaughtered the Vikings, forced the NFL to change the channel. That's how fucking bad they beat them up. Will they do the same to the Giants? I want to say no. I don't think it'll go anything past a touchdown. 
for some reason, I feel like the Giants might come out. Again, these underdogs always come out to pop off against teams that you don't expect. And this one, I think, is going to happen again. I'm not saying they're going to win, but I think, I think they may cover. And if I'm able to pull up the line here, I will. Um, the last time I think I saw it, oh, here it is. It's at plus eight and a half. So I do like that. Um, it's a whole touchdown, just like I said. So I might actually even take that. And it's sitting at 114. Um, I'm recording this on a Monday. I'm going to be heading out to see some family for Thanksgiving just as much as I hope you guys are going to do the same. Uh, family comes first. Um, not sure if Nick or I will be able to record another episode for the following week, week 13. But we'll keep you posted as far as that goes. But again, right now, um, that's where the line currently sits. I like the eight and a half, so I might actually take that. Another game. Uh, those are the sorry that covers the Thanksgiving games. Now shooting into Week Twelve, the Bengals versus the Titans. The two, or one of the two, or yeah, one of the two best running backs in the game, Joe Mixon versus Derrick Henry. I'm not saying that our boy Joe Shiesty is going to be darting the ball all across the field all night long, or all day long. Sorry, I think that Joe Joe Mixon will be having as good amount of runs just as much as Derrick Henry. And in not even rushing attempts, I'm pretty sure they're going to be getting a lot of uh, receiving yards. So I'm going to wait to see the receiving and rushing yards combined for both of them. Um, I definitely see Derrick Henry getting a lot more than Joe Mixon just because of the fact that Joe shiesty has got a lot more weapons to throw it to. Um, but that's my take. Now, as far as the line, if I saw that, I think the line actually sat at plus three, if I'm correct. Oh, no, I'm wrong. One and a half. And the Bengals are favored, and they're not even home. So I see where that's coming from, and I can see the Bengals winning, and that's exactly who I plan on taking. I'm definitely going to take the Bengals' money line over the Tennessee Titans. I don't think that they're going to be able to pull it off. Will they keep it close? I'm not quite sure. Um, the books make it look like it's going to be that close, but I don't think it is. Uh, so my pick goes for the Bengals. But that's me. Now, the next game are the Browns. Oh, sorry, the Buccaneers versus the Browns. It's actually in the home of Cleveland, Ohio. So our boy Tom Brady, he is now 2-0 and after being divorced. So he's clearly got his priority straight. Not saying the marriage wasn't. But he's definitely got his head in the game, which is what we've been all been waiting for. I think that Tom Brady's going to win this easily. Jacoby Brissett, that dude's been popping off here and there, throwing a good amount of darts across the line. But I don't think it'll be enough to stop our boy Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. So even, even if they got our boy Nick Chubb in there, I'm a huge fan of him. He's on my fantasy. He's fairly consistent for the most part. Um, but I don't think it'll be enough to stop the Buccaneers. So I'm definitely going to take them money line or spread. I'm not sure what that's sitting at, but I can take a gander right here. And it is sitting at minus three. So a whole field goal. I like that. I think it'll be at least at three points, if not more. So I'll probably take the spread on that. I like that a lot. And there are two more, maybe three. Will the cheese head be able to pull it off? The Green Bay Packers against the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurst, man, this dude, this dude is so damn good. I don't know what about this dude. This dude can run. He can throw just like Justin Fields can, but better. He's got an organized team, great coaching, great lines. This team is all around good, man. I can truly see them making it to the Super Bowl again. Um, I don't want them to win, 
but I can truly see them going there. Will Aaron Rodgers be able to hold them off? I don't know. Uh, we saw primetime Aaron Rodgers when he was able to pull it off against the Titans. And will he do it again? I don't think so. Um, it, with him, it's just, or sorry, not with just him, but with the Green Bay Packers, it's always a coin flip, just as much as gambling is. But we've been seeing them lean and letting go of these key plays. And I feel like that's what's going to happen again. We're going to see it be, be close. I can see it being close for the first half. But the second half, once it goes down, that's where it's all going to go downhill for the Packers. So I'm definitely going to go ahead and say the Eagles may win that. Will I put money on it? Not quite sure. But I definitely see the Eagles beating our boy Aaron Rodgers another time. So goodbye, Cheesehead. There's another game, the Rams versus the Chiefs. You would think a game like that would be the game of the year, the game of the season, Super Bowl champions against Kansas City Chiefs. You don't even have to say anything about the Chiefs because they, the way they perform speaks for themselves. And that's exactly who I will take, the Chiefs. Now the line, hear me. The line is so massive. I love when spreads are that massive. Right now, I'm sitting right here, and it is at 14 and a half favored for the Chiefs, and they're at home. That almost seems too good to be true because I love wide spreads. I would like to see how the Rams will keep it close. Will Matt Stafford be able to do it against Patrick Mahomes? Our homie, Patrick Mahomes? Our boy Cooper Cup is out. Who the hell is he going to throw to? Who is his go-to? They just, they just lost against the Saints, I think, uh, last week. Um, I don't remember who, but I know they lost. So, no, I don't think that they're going to beat the Chiefs. But will it be with the 14 and a half? I don't know that either. They're literally facing one of the best teams in the league. And right now, the Rams aren't even close to being considered, even average, this season at least. So, no take. No take at all. If I do, it may be 14 and a half just because it's so wide. So, maybe. Maybe. Don't hold me to it, but I may take that. And the last one for my boy, Nick G. The Colts are doing a way better, man. Our boy Jeff Saturday, I really like what he's doing with the team. Goes back to what I said at the beginning of our episode. I really think he's going to bring the Colts together and bring us home with a dub against the Steelers. Um, I don't think that the Steelers will even stand a chance um, against the Colts. I truly don't. We got the home advantage too. So I'm hoping to see the Colts do well just as they have been doing and keeping it close. Matt Ryan, again, he still needs to work on himself. But we're starting to see some progression. Definite, definite difference than the way he's been playing the first couple of weeks. The line sits at minus three, favored by the Colts. So a whole field goal. If you guys like that, I would take that. I might just take the money line, which is sitting at minus 148. Not too much of a difference, just some change. But um, if you're wanting to make a good parlay with it, I wouldn't mind you guys taking it minus three at all. Um, that about covers all of week 12. So... I only got one more thing to talk about, my best bets. So as far as the best bets go, and my take on each and every one of these because I talked about them, the first one, the Colts money line. Again, we have home advantage. Um, they have built some momentum for the past two games, and I feel like they're going to try their best to 
uh, sorry to keep it that way, stay that way, and at least get better that way. So I'm taking the Colts money line. Bold take. Bold take. I'm going to take the Patriots money line. I don't think so. I don't think that they're going to be able to lose against the Vikings. I like Kirk Cousins. I do. I like that whole team. The Vikings are unbelievable to watch. They are going to try their ass off to not lose to Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick has a hypothetical undefeated record against, uh, or sorry, on Thanksgiving week. He just doesn't lose. And I think that trend's going to continue to happen. So I'm going to take the Patriots money line. Again, I'm a Pats fanboy. So don't take it if you don't want to. I wouldn't blame you for taking the Colt, or sorry, the Vikings money line or the spread. It's only at two and a half. That's not even that bad. If you wanted to take an alternate with the Patriots, I would take it at minus, or sorry, plus three, just as a whole field goal. But I think they may win. So I'm going to take a money line. Again, my take, you heard it here. The third one would be Tampa Bay minus three. I don't think they're going to lose whatsoever. I don't even have to talk about it. Tom Brady's going to do his thing. He's going to gun it down the road. It's just going to happen. Tom Brady will win no matter what. Last one of the Bengals money line. I think I can see them beating the Browns is what I said, right? Yep. They're beating, no, no, sorry. They're beating the Tennessee Titans. I don't think um, Joe Shiesty is going to let it go um, easy. I'm sure they're going to put up a fight. I'm sure the Bengals will win easily. Excuse me. Easily. And if you actually put all of those four picks together, that is exactly what I'm going to do. It's my biggest parlay of the week. And it sits at plus 1260. So 12 to 1. I'm going to do it. I hope you guys do too. The only iffy one I feel like out of all those may be the Patriots money line. But I'm super confident in my boys. That is my take. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want to support the channel, please feel free to do so. You can do that by following us, subscribing, hitting the like. You can oh, excuse me. You can follow us on all the platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, and I'm putting this on YouTube. So feel free to hit me up with any of your best bets. Our boy Nikki G, wish him well. I hope he feels better. Love you, brother. But that's about it. I hope you guys enjoyed. We will catch you guys on the next one. Peace.